0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Matthew chapter 13, verses 1-9, through 9, and also verses 18-23. through 23. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version this morning. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And Since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Now let's skip down to verse 18, where Jesus explains the parable. This is verse 18 of chapter 13. Hear then the parable of the sower. But the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. For as what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, in another thirty. It's a fascinating parable. And what Jesus is saying here is revolutionary. This is known as parables about the kingdom. So we're learning about the nature of the kingdom of Jesus. Now when we think of the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of this world come in power and might now we may think of a medieval kingdom where there's a king that gives a decree and when his kingdom comes to bear you will bow the knee of that to that king whether you want to or not now you may think in modern western style democracy or a republican form of government or a republic that we are liberated from that but it still happens Every four years, Americans, we have a presidential election and some vote for the one that wins and some don't. And the ones that do not vote for the president that that wins the election still must bow the knee to that president in some respect. So kingdoms of this world come with authority. They come with coercion. But the kingdom of Jesus comes differently. It comes to those that hear. And that's a powerful thing. Do we hear the word of Jesus? Are we listening? Now, hearing to a Jew is not just this idea of, you know, I hear a noise or I hear a teaching. It's to listen with the idea of obedience. I'm going to hear the word. I'm going to implement it to my life. I'm going to do what the word says. So the kingdom of Jesus comes a lot different. It comes subtly. People hear the word. The word penetrates in their heart and they're changed. And they become willing and loving subjects of Jesus. They're not coerced. They're not made to do it. They do it because they want to. They do it because a change has occurred to them. So that's one of the basis of this, of this parable. Now we look at these different types of soil and what's going on here. First of all, you might want to ask the question, why is the sower throwing seed on bad ground? That's a question many times that, that does not come up in this parable. We focus on the different types of soil, but the question should be, why is the sower throwing seed in places where you don't throw seed? I would think back in the ancient world, seed would not be something you would waste. So you would probably want to plant it in good ground. Why in the world would the sower throw it along the path? Why is the sower so careless with a word? I do think there's a message of grace here. John Wesley saw that in this passage, that there's grace in this passage, that God is sending the gospel out to everyone, even people you would think that would not be receptive to it. But let's look at the different types of soil. So there's one type of soil, if we go back to verse 18. So you have this soil that basically the word is spoken to them, but it never penetrates the heart. Maybe they understand it a little bit intellectually, but they're so hard-hearted they will not listen to it. So it never gains root. Now, there's another group of people. and we think about this, this would be uh, the group of people that hear the word and they receive it with joy. This is verse 20, the, the rocky ground. This is the one who hears the word, immediately receives it with joy. So there's joy in their heart from what they hear. They get excited. Maybe there's some emotional experience that they have because of hearing the gospel for the first time. You probably met people like this before. They're all about the Christian faith, but it endures for a short period of time. And the first sign of trouble that comes, they throw in the towel. Now Jesus talks about tribulation and persecution. Now many of us have never experienced this. We might have had people make make fun of us, or you know, hear the the slights that Christians hear sometimes from those that are non-believers. But we have not experienced what these people experience. Persecution, tribulation comes and they throw in the towel pretty quick. They give up. Then there's the thorny ground. And this is the one that really gives me pause. The one that sticks with me for a while. And this is the one I want us to think about. Probably a little bit longer this morning. So verse 22 is, For that that was sown among the thorns. Now, many scholars believe the thorns acted as a kind of fencing. So you would have this... Uh, rock barrier that would be around a lot of these gardens in ancient Palestine. And many gardeners would allow thorns to grow up to keep animals out. So you have this these thorns that have grown up. This is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke out the word and it proves unfruitful. Now, it seems that this is the one type of soul where there's no joy at all. I mean, even the the rocky ground, they receive it with joy. But this seems like a joyless group of people. And maybe this is a group of people that have divided loyalties. They are Christians. They are practicing the Christian faith. But they have divided loyalties. And they probably feel guilty about it. This this is what I think about this. this. This is just my opinion. The thorny ground people are the ones that know better. They know they've been distracted. They know that they're putting other things ahead of the kingdom of God, and maybe they feel guilty about it. There's this, I get this sense with this group that there's a sense of unhappiness with them. And maybe you're there right now. Many of us have been the thorny ground. Maybe we are the thorny ground right now. We have received the message of Jesus. It has sunk into our hearts, but we have divided loyalties right now, and we know better. We know we're not producing th- fruit, and we know that we're unhappy about it. We're not living a joyful life. We go to church every Sunday. We probably read our Bibles. We even pray. But there's no joy of the Lord right now because we know we're not all in. We have divided loyalties. And of course, there's the final soil, the good soil. Here's the word, understands it, and is bearing fruit. And these are people that live not easy lives, but fulfilled lives. They sleep well at night. They know that they are all in with the kingdom of God. There are no divided loyalties. Now here's the good news about this. We look at the rocky ground. We look at the thorny ground. Does the ground itself clean up its own situation? That's kind of a weird question. But does soil make itself better? Like would the soil be the one that would pull up the thorns and get rid of the rocks? You see, Jesus is the gardener. And we must turn to him and give this situation over to him and say, Jesus, I need you to remove the thorns. I need you to be the one that removes the rocks from the soil and the thorns from my life. And help me to become a person that is fully engaged in your kingdom. That the word is sunk deep into my heart and I have integrity my whole life through and through. Not perfection, but man, the kingdom comes first above all things. So, as Jesus says, let us have ears to hear this properly. Thank you for tuning in today and I hope you join us again tomorrow as Devin continues this study with us. God bless.